Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Work Bay with Nan and Obi. So, Obi, we got another friend in the room. We do, we do. Our second guest, um, we have Miss Carmen, um, and just say hello real quick. Hey, y'all. There you go. <laughs> I was like, before I go into the like the whole spiel of who you are and everything, um, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Right, gotta do the pleasantries yes, at least, do. right? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. excited to have you in the studio with us because, mm-hmm. well, we'll get to why you're such we'll a special to, guest. We'll get to the topic, right? <laughs> I'm really excited to have this conversation. So and I'm happy to be here talking about one of my favorite subjects. Okay, yeah, right. excellent. We appreciate you. Well, Carmen, uh, Carmen is an intuitive astrologer, master Reiki practitioner, spiritual wellness coach, and founder of Written in the Stars. Her wellness practice dedicated to helping clients along their path of special wellness and personal development. With formal training in astrology, Reiki, and life coaching, Carmen helps clients understand their highest purpose while navigating karmic lessons, emotional wounding, and improving their relationships with self and spirit. Mm. That's solid. Mm-hmm. Did you write that? I did. You did. <laughs> I need. I need you to write my copy. Right, so it's for actual like and on visual, my website. For, for yeah, sure. I struggle with that. My bio is all over the place. All over, like. all over the place. But, no, that's that's solid. That's so- well. You. That's like you. you know. That's the that's the real formal. I I still want to give you an opportunity to to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and and what you do before we dive into it. Okay. Um. So. Who am I? Mm-hmm. I'm just a girl from Detroit that moved to New York to find herself. And that's what happened. And so along that path, I uh, switched up careers, kind of had a personal death and rebirth. Um, and now mm-hmm. I'm here to help other people kind of navigate their own personal journey that's similar. Okay. Okay. You said personal death and rebirth. Yeah. When when was that? I mean, I... I I we're in it. So like, <laughs> like, I'm just going to jump into right. it. I mean, right? so like literally we are like at the end of a decade, right? Yeah. So this all happened within this decade. I was sitting there like reflecting on this because, you know, we're getting close to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am not the same person that I was in like two, 2010. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I am literally a completely different person yeah um the way i think the way i act the things that are important to me my life choices like even the things that i thought that i would be doing like all of that is just wiped clean um and i definitely went through a phase of like after the death of not really knowing totally who i am and i'm Mm -hmm. still kind of rebuilding that there are still things that are like empty blank spaces sure that i'm still filling back in because i'm different now a new person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow and you and you mentioned like were you were you doing something else before you stumbled on to like spirituality wellness astrology Mm -hmm. i have an mba oh wow okay yeah and i moved to new york to be a marketing director Mm. so for many years that's what i was doing Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. And when did when did the when was your light bulb moment where you're like, you know what? This, this is ain't this it. ain't it. Yeah. So I didn't have a light bulb moment. Okay. I had what is kind of referred to as a come to Jesus moment. Sure. Where literally and of course astrology would play a central role in it, but literally there was a transit in the spring of twenty fourteen called a Grand Cardinal Cross. And that's um a somewhat rare event. It doesn't happen too frequently. And 
the way it laid out on my chart, it literally shook every major aspect of my life. Wow. So the way that that week started, like Monday, life was like, oh, I have a plan. I know what I'm right, doing. Right. And by Friday, I was like calling my mother at 8 o'clock in the morning, taking shots of vodka. Oh, like, no. Oh, Mommy, oh, if one more oh, thing it. happened, it's a wrap. Oh, I can't done. take it. I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally in the span of a week. Literally. Like, so by... Wednesday or Thursday, I prayed. Like when I said, come to Jesus yeah. moment. Because I'm a pretty sturdy person. Mm-hmm. I can handle a lot of things. I don't crack easily. Mm-hmm. But literally every day something else happened with the exception of death. No one died. That's yeah. the only thing that didn't happen. Yeah. And I really was like, okay, God. What's going on? I don't know yeah. what I did. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, but I just can't take any one more thing. Like yeah. if one more thing happens tomorrow, the camel's back is broken. <laughs> like so I, I woke up the next morning panicking, like didn't want to move, didn't want to look at my phone. Like, okay, what happened? What happened? <laughs> and then time went on and nothing happened. Mm. And I was like, oh, I think I'm safe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So this this thing that doesn't happen often, are we yeah, sure that it doesn't happen as often as it does? Because I feel like I've been having several yeah, you, weeks like this yeah. where it's just like, Lord, what I I know you are doing this for a reason and I'm supposed to be getting something from this, but if you are trying to break me, it's you're succeeding. It's I working, cannot do right? this anymore. Yeah. So this specific aspect does not happen often. It's not super rare, but the way that it happened in twenty fourteen, it hasn't happened. Um, since then in that same impactful way. However, there are always things that are happening in the universe that are meant to kind of break you and crack you. Like when Mm -hmm. I say literally every aspect of my life, my home, my relationship, my job, and literally remember I talked about a death and rebirth. Mm -hmm. Who I am also died in that week. Mm -hmm. Like it was like starting to die. So when I say it was like I I was cracking. I didn't know what to do. I was on autopilot. I was Drinking mm-hmm. at eight in the morning, not to be like drunk and messed up because I, I, I could was so nervous and anxious. Yeah. I need to settle myself. And wow. that just happened to be a bottle in the house for whatever Nearby. reason. Yeah. So I could like breathe, mm-hmm. go do this, go do this. Cause I was just like, wanted to be in the corner balled up and it just wasn't an option. Oh so. my goodness. And, and you refer to it as your coming to Jesus moment. So in, in, I'm curious in that moment. Is that what you were falling back on? Was it religion or did you already have a an understanding of astrology and you knew like maybe this was a, a week of turmoil, so to speak? Um, I had had uh understanding of astrology, so I knew about this grand cardinal cross. I knew that some things would shake up my life just because the way my birth chart is laid out. Mm-hmm. So in each of the areas that it's called a cardinal cross for a reason, but in each of the areas that it laid out, I happened to be a cardinal sign. Okay. Mm. So I was like, okay, this is really going to hit me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I had an understanding of astrology. I'm also, um, I'm not necessarily religious, but I did grow up in like a Christian household. I did go to Catholic school for about five, six years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like Nana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she I has would, a similar story. Yeah. I think the thing for me is I had an uncle, um, Uncle Bobby. He's deceased now, but he was a reverend. Mm. But he also was like super psychic and super intuitive, right? So, <clears throat> you know, it's like, Elders know things, Mm -hmm. but they don't always tell you what they know. Absolutely. So it wasn't until like two years after he died that I realized he was grooming me. Hmm. Huh. Because, you know, like, so I would talk to my uncle all the time about everything. 
You know, I could be like, my landlord is harassing me. And he'd be like, okay, that's what you're going to go do. Go get some newspaper and do this. And I'd be like, what? And he's like, just do it. <laughs> I, and I'll do it, you know. And yeah. then he'd be like, did you write down what I told you to do? I said, I wrote it down. He's like, okay. And then, you know, I would be like stressing out about something. He's like, okay, I'm going to send you some candles. I'm going to send you a box of candles. I'm going to go get some candles from the nuns that they put holy water and I'm going to send them to you. And I want you to light them and do this. Okay, Uncle Bobby. So he would send them from Detroit. So I would be doing all of this. Right. And I had no idea he was grooming me and he was teaching me things. I never even heard the word candle magic and have been practicing candle magic Your for three whole, years. That's so crazy. Never even heard the term. Yeah, I, I haven't told this yeah. now. <laughs> so he was grooming me and teaching me things yeah. without telling me what it is or even what I was capable of, what he saw that I was capable sure. of. I mean, he was powerful. He could astral project and he could do And I would listen to these stories. Oh, my goodness. And I, you, you don't hear the the word you don't know what this is yeah, you don't but i know that, that he was not a liar right like, you know right. that he was very connected to god but he was extremely intuitive like he could read you and tell you everything yeah. he was even teaching me how to make offerings without telling me mm -hmm. so he'd be like okay come over and when you come over stop at the fruit store and get me some peaches and this and that <clears throat> okay and it wasn't after so afterwards when I still, you know, communicate and, you know, venerate him when I need things. And I was like, the whole time you're telling me how to make offerings to you when you are not here with us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I think what you said about him not using the terminology, a lot of like a lot of this stuff may be cultural. <clears throat> like it's just been a part of the family. He's maybe had had other people in his life that have done the same things, because a lot of the things that you're saying, I people do in my family, but we don't call it anything besides, you know, blessing the house or, right. mm. you know, reaching out to somebody or having, you know, somebody visited me last night. Like all of right. those kinds of, we don't, I don't know what the, the particular jargon is in the astrological world, but I completely can agree that like, there are a lot, like my family is very religious, but there are a lot of spiritual, nothing to do with Jesus components of the things that we do. And I think it's, it's a lot of like tradition and just ritualistically knowing that these things cover us mm. or like when we need that extra connection we bring on. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Damn. Okay. Already. <laughs> so you, 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 y'all, you and your family has been doing it already. So like, and it's true. You do hear about stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember, um, like there's a there's a thing like when your family passes, but they like they visit you in a dream. Mm -hmm. Like you get like a pimple somewhere on your face or something. Mm. And like my mom would always say, like whenever she dreamt about her brother, like she would have like some sort of a sore or something yeah. that he left with her. Or even um, uh, the candles, like, or passing things like holy, holy oil. Like, when you move into a new place, you know, before you, mm -hmm. before the first night that you sleep there, it's always good to, like, you know, pray and have somebody, like, a spiritual leader come and put, yeah, like, holy water. Yeah. Um, like, we have, like, these oils. <clears throat> that people pray over and you put them in your lotions and your shea butters and all that stuff. Anointing Just, oil. Yeah, all mm -hmm. of all of that kind of stuff I've always known about, but I don't know like what what's I just thought that this or... was just something that we did yeah. in my family. Yeah. Right? It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. And and mm. I think in my culture, um 
I have that as well. Okay. But I think my family, particularly my mom, kind of frowns on that. Sure. Because she's very religious. Sure. She's, her father's a pastor. So oh, we, that, that stuff, you know, we're all aware mm-hmm. of that kind mm-hmm. of. You know stuff, but at least in my family, it's it was kind of yeah. It really was kind of yep, yep. okay. Even though the awareness was still there, that there is this other realm yeah. and that 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 people can tap into or people access, but not. It was never anything that we like kind of entertained. Mm. The whole idea of like we. Know, I don't even think that we thought about it as like another realm. It uh-huh. was just like the thing that we did. Like I didn't tie it to anything outside of. This is just or, what we okay. do in my family. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But on, um, Carmen, on the topic of, of you, or I should say your uncle kind of kind of preparing you for this, the, the next kind of uh, step that you're walking into, I know I, I'm a big believer in that you meet different people <clears throat> at different parts of your life for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of, you know, kind of to give some backstory to how I crossed paths with you. Um, when I was down in Atlanta, this was probably October 2017. I was down there for Afropunk with a few of my best friends and, and a few of the people we went down there. And I actually met Minka when I was down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember she was one of the vendors who was, you know, kind of had their, she'd set up and, and was doing her thing. Have you ever g- joined her on like one of those, like on a so- festival or? Yeah, so Minka is a holistic wellness center. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the name of the establishment. And so uh, the practitioners there were basically a wellness collective. And for a couple of years, we had a relationship with Afropunk where they actually invited us mm. to come and hold space. Okay. Um, because we're basically a collective of color and they wanted the representation. And so we did it um both here in Brooklyn, and then they also invited us to go to Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know you guys were in Brooklyn. Because I, I usually go every year. I, I haven't seen y'all out there. But yeah, I mean, I just we didn't, didn't go ca- this year, but okay. we went the previous two years, and then we also went to the Atlanta one. So we were invited by Afropunk to come. Got it, yeah. got it. And have you have you been able to travel or, or join I them went, on there? I did all of them. You did? Okay. Mm, yeah. All right. So, what, I, yeah, I didn't bump into you then. That was I think the person who I bumped into was uh, Ashney. Ashni, yeah. Ashni. Because she actually, I, I, and this is kind of on a whim for me because I'd never done it before, but I, I signed up for a tarot reading with mm-hmm. her. And I've never done that before. But I was like, you know what? Okay. Fuck it. Let's just sure. try this out. I'm here. I'm on vacation. <laughs> you know, let's see what she has to say. Those things scare me so much. What is it about them? This scares I, you. I think because of my religious back like okay. that's like that not black magic but like you so like this something like psychic like... readings m- m- sitting with mediums terror mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff is just like you don't do, you don't it. do it yeah you know that's yeah. like you playing with what god has destined okay. for you you know what i'm saying okay. or like or trying to know more than you should kind of situation mm-hmm. so that stuff has always been me like it's always made me very nervous but i i would be lying if i said i wasn't you curious. weren't interested no and it was similar for me because I, I had a similar upbringing very religious very like you know all the same things mm-hmm. you were saying but i think for me as i've come into my own i've 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 been willing to like kind of unpack some of the stuff I learned sure. and just take things on as I will For and sure. come to my own understanding when Absolutely. it comes to stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let me just try it out. Mm-hmm. And and it was it was really it was really a rewarding experience and and I felt like it was very insightful the stuff that she had to share with me, um especially where I was in my life at that point. Mm-hmm. It was it was very relevant and it was very timely. 
Um, so I, I really appreciated it. And and leaving from that, I definitely wanted to connect with you guys some more. I was like, oh, damn, who are these people? They came out here. Mm. They're, you know, showing me all this stuff. So I, I – and is her name Minka? Minka is the name of the business. Minka's the name of the business. What's the name of the owner? Um, Aki. Aki. I knew that. Aki. <laughs> I apologize. Yes. So I met up with Aki and and I got her number. I talked with her a little bit afterwards. And there've been more than a few times in in the past probably two years since I've I've connected with her where like I've reached out to her, like maybe I have a question about something. And she's always very forthcoming. She's oh, very nice. always very helpful. And so a couple months later, um, when it was my birthday, I was like, you know what? I did my little tarot reading. Let me get an astrology reading mm. too as well. So I was like, yeah, I, I, I hit up Aki and I let her know kind of that I wanted to have this kind of peaceful day, you know, kind of like self-care like we talked about last uh, last week and just being able to, to to tune more into myself. Sure. And so I saw that as a potential way to do that. I was like, you know what, let me get a, I, I got the, the Reiki massage, I got an astrology reading, and that's how I crossed paths with you because you actually ended up being the person that did my, um, my astrology reading. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to give some backstory about how I crossed paths with you, and and I think the challenge for you, or maybe when I came up to you, was just that I didn't know like the exact time I was born. Mm-hmm. Go like what 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 is that what is that about like when? So <clears throat> the time you were born, um, if you are familiar with what a astrology chart looks like, like that circle mm-hmm. kind of looks like a pie graph. Yeah, right? yeah. So that basically is a blueprint. Right. It's your personal blueprint. And okay. it's literally like if you think of it as a layout of a building, that's basically what that circle graph is. OK. The um, the way that it starts or the beginning of your blueprint is based on the time you were born, literally the time you slid into the world mm-hmm. um, and that you have to know what time that was. And based on the time that you were born is the way that everything else lays out across it as far as that literal blueprint mm-hmm. or the, the way you kind of look at your natal chart. So when you don't know what time you were born, um, because the planets move relatively slow, the okay. fastest moving, and it's technically not a planet, it's a luminary, but we won't get into all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but the moon okay. moves the fastest, okay. right? Because every two days it changes signs. But okay. other than that, everything else moves a lot slower. So everything else can be about 100% correct, mm-hmm. Um where the planets were without knowing the time you were born, just knowing the day. But as far as knowing the way your chart lays out. And so that would be like saying, what's your rising? What's you have in a 10th house? What do you have? Mm-hmm. We can't know that mm-hmm. without knowing without the time you were she born. She said 10th house. I didn't know there was a 10th house. There's 12 houses. Okay. Well, okay. Well, that makes, because there's 12 months that, is there's that... 12 zodiacs. 12 zodiacs. And in, in the Western zodiac, right? Like in the way that we understand. Because I know, for at least from when I remember I was doing some research for this um, episode, there's also like the Eastern zodiac or like the Chinese zodiac. There's the Chinese different. zodiac. And we're familiar with that, right? Yeah. A little I mean, bit. Like, super, like, like, like like rabbit, monkey, dragon. dragon okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Where each year is its... Is so it, it, it's not the month. month you were born, but the, the year, year you were born. Yeah. Exactly, for the Chinese. So yeah, there are different systems in astrology and i do use western you use western okay so i'm curious like what was um and this is not just for you karma i'm also curious for you Nan, as Mm -hmm. well like what was your first introduction with astrology do you remember like what so the thing that got me interested in astrology that it wasn't just you know 
a horoscope in the newspaper because mm-hmm. I never was really into it. Mm-hmm. Especially I found out my zodiac sign is a Taurus, and I'm like, I don't want to look like a cow. <laughs> like I'm not owning Earth that. signs in the house today. I love it. I love I'm my like, sister's I'm not a Taurus too. That. So, <laughs> but I never forget. I was over someone's house, like waiting for them to get ready, mm. and they had this really big astrology book on their table. It was like a coffee table book. Okay. Um, the secret languages of love, I think it was called or something like that, but it looks like a dictionary. Okay. But the thing with that is I had never seen this much information on astrology and it broke it down, not by just your Zodiac sign, but by your Dakin. So it, each week of a Zodiac sign is kind of cut into three chunks. Okay. Right. So you think about it, like there's about three, three and a half weeks for each Zodiac sign. So each of those weeks. Again, this is like a lot, but it kind of has a different kind of planetary ruler, so to speak. So Mm. basically the characteristics and qualities of that Zodiac sign are slightly different per week. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. Which feels like that makes so much sense. Yeah. And you can even like (laughs) notice that. Like for me, I noticed that like I like people who are born early or I get along well with people who are born early in their whatever it is. Oh, like, regardless, I, oh, regardless of, the of the sign. Usually for me, that's typically it. Oh, okay. Like I can always cluster, like we're in Sagittarius season from after Thanksgiving and literally up until today. Like I've been out. Okay. Birthday parties. Like my life is just like all of these because Sag just got to turn up, right? <laughs> you have, right? So you have a lot of Sages in your life. Yes, and so it's just all of them. It's just like, okay. oh my gosh, I, like you know, my little tour self is like trying to get home and get to bed. It's like, no, come I out and play, mm-hmm. right? So, but it's gonna start to actually wane down for me because it's getting because it's in the middle. Got it, got it. So, got it. um, anyway, so just things like that. So that's the Dakin. So anyway, this book was broken up by Dakin. So I went to, I'm a a three, a Taurus three, mm-hmm. and I read it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm not crazy. I'm just a tourist <laughs> free. Like, it just was everything about me, like, who I am. Like, even, like, little specific things. Like, I'm very, like, fun-loving and, like, playful, uh-huh. right? And so it just, like, even all of those things were there. Okay. And so... and this How is, old were you? I'm sorry. This this was in the last 10 years. Okay. So, okay. like, you were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... So, in that moment, what it clicks for me what astrology is and why it was useful and why I needed to learn about it is because it helps you understand yourself. Mm. I wasn't interested in, you know, who's going to be my new boo and all of that. I'm like, I need to know me. I need to understand me. And this is a tool that can help me with this. Right. Okay. Okay. And so that coming, reading that book and picking that up is when you kind of came to that realization. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about you, Nana? I mean, she shaded the, the, horoscopes in the newspaper but that's probably as far as it goes that's for me where, okay i mean i remember definitely reading the horoscopes in the newspaper or at the end like of how like, old are you do you remember like 10 12 also you're young yeah, yeah, yeah okay um or like at the back of fashion magazines mm-hmm. um uh yeah and i i've i've always um and i think when i turned I think maybe 22 or 23, my mother sent me a list of all of the famous, important people that were born on my birthday. And mm. I was like, oh, well, that I, I'm in good company. Like, yeah. this feels right. Yeah. Um, And I do I do feel like I'm, I'm a Capricorn and I feel I, I'm firm in that. But then there are so many things that. I've seen that are written about caps and I'm like, that's not yeah, us at here. all. Same or here. at least it's not me. Yeah. But maybe my Dakin. Is that what? Well, the generic stuff that they have for 
every sign is pretty much true. So regardless of your Dakin, okay, it will still relate to Capricorn. Okay, mm-hmm. and since you're so Capricorn, that might I be know. even more of it. I, so I, I wonder, yeah. like, so when, <laughs> so I this year, um, there two of my colleagues are very much into astrology mm-hmm. and I'm I've always known when I was born and all that kind of stuff and so they they decided to go on some astro something.com to websites, yeah one yeah. of them to do my birth chart and I found out that I'm a triple cap so my rising and my moon all the way through are all Capricorn which they were very excited about and I was like can you tell me why I would like to also be excited but I don't know what any of this means um and so I'm like well I wonder what what that means in respect to like all of this like you said the generic information that you're getting from apps and uh, pattern is like a huge deal for everybody right now and it's that is a little triggering from time to time. <laughs> I like patterns. I do too, but then I also am like, this is not you. me. Oh, not always. I'm not always. It's always spot on for me. Like, or I should say, like ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but definitely out of all of the things that I've seen, the one that is like the most comfortable. But yeah, I don't. I haven't um, done too too much work in respect to like learning more about astrology. Like, I follow a couple of astrological pages on like Instagram, and I do have the pattern app. And sometimes when I feel like I need to figure out Something what is in. happening in my world yeah. right now, right. I'll read it. Mm-hmm. But that's probably it. But that's it. Yeah, for me, it was my first girlfriend who was a oh, Leo. Okay. Um, she had asked me what my sign was, and I and I think I already knew uh-huh. that I was a Capricorn because I'm we're, I'm a Capricorn as well. We're one week apart. Yes, by literally. The way. Yeah, seven uh, days. seven days, right? <laughs> um, I think she was the first person who had like introduced the idea of like different signs being compatible with mm. other signs because mm-hmm. she'd asked me what what my sign was. Um, so I think that was my first. Uh, touch point with yeah. it yeah so i was okay. probably, i think i was probably like 18 19 around there mm-hmm. uh, before then i'm sure I, I think i'd have heard of it but i didn't really pay it much mind right. until she kind of introduced it and then i was like oh okay this is interesting let me learn more and i kind of learned about what you know the different qualities of all the signs and all that that's so interesting to me because like i am familiar with astrology but like I feel like Obi, like that is a thing that you care about. So, like, how much I of a role does it play? And like, um, you know what it is. I will, I will say this. Like, especially when it comes to dating, I have definitely noticed that there are some patterns with the different signs. Got it. At least in my experience, you know, okay. everyone has a different experience. No, that's it's totally true. Yeah, and it's not even just dating. It's your yeah. friendship group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all it's of your it. families. Mm-hmm. This is it's just this is so interesting. So I just did a workshop last night on sun, moon, and rising. Okay, and okay. I just feel like this is an extension of what <laughs> I was teaching in there. And break break those Please. down for those real quick I, I, in case I like some of our listeners to like don't know. the most yeah. elementary level. Yeah. So. um... And I always tell people, and this may be something that um, you may want to even bring up later on, but no, it's fine. Astrology is totally a part of nature. Okay, our ancestors, everyone's ancestors, have always looked to the sky mm-hmm. and the stars to keep track of time mm-hmm. for harvesting, for planting, yep. um, everything. Absolutely. So this is literally ingrained in who we are and, and passed along, but we just kind of gotten away from it as everything got to be kind of like this whole masculine control, yeah. scientific mm-hmm. consumerism type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you have to believe in that and mm-hmm. you can't believe in what's 
real but astrology is literally just a lens or tool to connect with nature and to have a a a logical understanding of things Mm -hmm. so just like if you think of the sun that's literally in the sky the sun's job is to shine Mm -hmm. to give out it gives out light it gives out what's inside of it and that light does what it makes things grow it creates daylight everything has sun worship the birds sing, the plants open, we're happy. Like yeah. literally everything has sun worship. Mm-hmm. The sun gives off. So similar to that, your sun sign is how you give off what mm. you're giving to the world. What's your best? All the things that are in you that you want to bring forth into the world. So that's your sunshine, your sun sign. It's like what your goals are, mm-hmm. right? What, what, what are you here for? Mm-hmm. And each zodiac sign um, generically is here to do something. Sure. And so based on when you were born, that is what your goal is, which is going to be similar to everyone else born under that zodiac mm-hmm. sign. Mm-hmm. The moon. The moon has no light, right? We know this to be true, mm-hmm. right? The moon only shines because it's reflecting the light of the sun, yep. right? So the moon needs to feel full, and it's looking to receive light from the outside to be full, mm-hmm. right? And so in the case of fullness, what the fullness is is for us, for people, is security and safety mm. and within our emotions. So it becomes our, it governs our emotions, what we need to feel to feel emotionally secure and full. So that's your moon, that's your moon sign. Right. Okay. And so therefore, when you're full of light, right, you're feeling good, you want to give it back out to people, mm-hmm. right? So what you need personally is also how you're going to want to love and care for and give back your emotions to sure. other people. Um, the moon also connects us with our mothers because mm. that's the first place that we receive nurturing. So she sets the ground zero on what makes us feel good emotionally, good, bad, or indifferent. Okay. Mm. I didn't know that Mm-mm. with the moon sign. Okay. Okay. It's also attached to that. All right. right. And then it's also feminine expression in general. Okay. So that's why the moon is connected with divine femininity in women. But men also have feminine traits. It's sure. just mm-hmm. it's the balance of everything. So even with men, right? And so the rising sign is literally how you appear and how you show up to the world. Okay. Literally when people first see you. Um, you know, I've just met you in the last 20 minutes or so. So I don't know you too personally yet. But when I first walked in the room, I could just see who you are, the way you're dressed, the things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, your Capricorn rising, Capricorns tend to dress in uniforms and you're in all black. That is <laughs> right. She's also a fashion designer. But, I, so this it, is... it, but it keeps it's pretty similar. <laughs> see, no, I'm not saying she's it. not stylish. No, no, right? I know. But I know. just in general, uh, Capricorn rising, mm-hmm. people tend to wear a lot of black and they okay. tend to, it's like a uniform for them. My power color. That's your go-to. I a pant and a shirt. (laughs) Right. Right. So I I didn't I didn't know, but I just, you know, I can see that. So I do that. And I get to know her more and she's still a Capricorn son. So there's no difference in any of these things with her because she's triple cap. Yeah. But that's kind of the relationship. So I like to say that your rising sign is kind of like the mask or the uniform that your sun sign wears. Got it. And your moon is what you're looking for for emotional satisfaction. Okay, it's your emotional expression. Got it. Wow. Got it. So, so your sun is is kind of like what's at your core, and the rising is kind of like the the face that you present to the sure. world. Sure. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I've also been curious. I've I, I think I've I've heard of them before, but I didn't. I don't know if I've always had like a really good understanding of of what each is. 
And and there's I think there's a little bit more than that as well. Like that's the basics. Those are the but there's also like different core. houses. There's different and... houses. There's all of the planets. So we all have all of the planets in us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? We all have all of the zodiac signs in us as well. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know right. that. Mm-hmm. How so? Because each of those houses mm-hmm. is ruled by a different zodiac sign. Okay. Right. Because. It's like the will in mm-hmm. each of those, depending on the time you were born, yep. it's laid out in a different way. But each of the zodiac sign is going to rule a slice of that pie. Okay. Oh. And real, I mean, we don't have to get like to the nitty gritty, but how many, oh, how many houses are there all together? Also, just the same yeah. as zodiac. Are they, and, but I thought they were ruled by the planets, not by the zodiac signs. Or maybe I'm mixing something up. Right. It, it gets a little right? complicated. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so each of the zodiac signs mm-hmm. has a planetary ruler. Okay. okay. Each of the houses mm-hmm. is ruled by a zodiac sign. A zodiac sign. Okay. 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 So what's ours? What? Yeah. What? What's the is Capricorn it Saturn? House? What? What's, what planet? Cool okay. Does it, yeah. does it, wait. Wait. So see, that's. I don't, I don't, crazy. It, it, no, it blends. <laughs> We're like read us. Tell us <laughs> all the things. <laughs> and so again, like, I don't want to make this an extension. No. But yeah. Please do come to my workshop. Yes. 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 Oh yeah. I no will do that. that. Yeah. Sign up for a reading. <laughs> right. yep. Get a reading. Yep. But the workshops are really helpful because I. So this is literally a one of the reasons that I do this is is I like people to understand how to use this for themselves. It's yeah. really yeah. important. Um. So. The way your chart is laid out is based on your birthday. So it has, mm-hmm. regardless of the fact that we're both Capricorns, are going to be very right different. because you are not twins, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So you're a week apart. So what was going on when you were born is very it's different. different. Yeah. The seven okay. days later yeah. when he was born, right. especially right. because you were born at a different time. Now it's not drastically different. I'm sure you two have lots of similar planetary alignments because mm-hmm. it literally is just seven days. But definitely the time you were born is not well, we don't know because we don't know what time you were born. Right, but yeah. possibly, but I was, I was born on that day. That much right. But you in the morning. In the morning. Yeah. yeah. I was also born in the morning. So mm-hmm. it like that's why you have to have your time of birth to see the way like your blueprint can be different from someone else's sure. blueprint. Now, in a generic or the zodiac wheel not related to anyone's birthday, there is an order to the astrology signs, right? Okay. Yes. So in that order is the same order that it's laid around in the wheel. So like Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So Aries is the first house. Oh, okay. Taurus is the second sign. Got so on, so Got right. Okay. So okay. for Capricorn, Capricorn is the tenth sign in the zodiac, so it mm. rules the tenth house. Got it. Okay. And okay. what who's our our planetary ruler? Saturn. It is okay. all right. I, I had a okay. feeling I'd heard that before. Okay. All right. Okay. And I need to go figure out what's going on in Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. What What does that mean exactly? Well, no, you need to go find out what's going on in Capricorn because there's been a lot going on in Capricorn for a long time. Has, oh. oh. For years. Okay. And it's traumatic. Is it? Oh. That might explain a lot. Do we? Okay. All right. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's, um, wait, you say it's it's traumatic as in like it's personally affected you as well. No, so like, it's like the effect- planets that are there, death and destruction, Pluto's oh, in there, Saturn's in there. Stress it out. But lucky for you guys, finally the universe is giving you some blessings because Jupiter just moved into there like a week and a week and a half ago. So you got okay. Jupiter in your sign for the next year. It's so interesting. Like I don't wouldn't even where do I start See, to find all these of this? Are out? the important things that people. If you're interested in astrology, mm-hmm. like if you have no interest, I wouldn't say just go figure this out. Sure. But if you're interested in astrology, 
these are the things that are literally important for you to know what's transiting yeah. through these major oh, areas in your life. In. Because okay. when you say that, 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 uh, what was it that kind of um, initiated the death? Yeah. Like knowing that that is even a thing could potentially, you know, like you said, you were prepared. You knew some things were going to start shaking up, but you didn't know to the extent of it. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't. How do I know that Jupiter is all now chilling in Capricorn? Like I don't. Right. Well, you probably aren't that much into astrology because if you follow any type yeah. of Instagram, yeah. it's like all over. Yeah. People always talk about major transits and yeah. things like that. So this has been well spoken about Got for it. a while now. Um but yeah, and if you have these apps, mm -hmm. it'll usually show you the transits. Mm -hmm. But it does come with a certain level of understanding. And so that's why, like I say, for me, with um, my students and my clients, I try to make it as practical and make it as relatable as possible. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing I tell people. If you really do have an interest in astrology, just for your own personal self, like it's not important for you to have to be able to quote off everything about sure. other people. Um, learn the houses. Mm -hmm. Learn what they stand for. And learn the layout of your chart. Mm -hmm. And that will give you the kind of the foundation. Because this is when you understand, like, the sun moves every 30 days, basically. Mm -hmm. Where is the sun sitting in your chart? Mm -hmm. What area of the light of your life is the sun illuminating? Mm -hmm. Where hmm. are you going to get most lucky? What are some things that could be happening to you? Mm -hmm. So when you understand where the sun is sitting in your chart, the transitioning sun, you know where all the spotlight is in your life. So you gotta know what areas yeah. to pay attention so to. So for me, and I was telling you a little bit about, I know all these sages, and it's, so the sun happens to be sitting in the sector of my life that is my day to day routines and activities, right? So in this area with the sun, and because it's in Sagittarius, rules this area of my chart. I'm really being drawn into Sagittarius behaviors day to day to day. Mm -hmm. So I'm out day to day to day. I'm talking about these kind of higher minded things literally almost every day. Wow. You know, just even the fact that you guys hit me up and was like, come talk about this. It's just such a Sagittarian come okay. out, kind of hang energy. out, yeah. talk about yeah. these yeah. philosophical mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So this is the area of my life that's being spotlighted. Okay. Right. And so me knowing that, especially because Sag is like a risk taker, you know, okay. it's kind of reactionary. So although it may go against some of my comfort zone, mm -hmm. I got. I know I need to do it because this is opportunity. See, you got to know how to use this energy. So yeah. if I don't take risk or am I sitting in the house or I'm staying in my comfort zone, Sag doesn't like that. So I probably would miss out on blessings mm. or miss wow. out on opportunities. Yeah, they're like the travelers. They like new adventures. Exactly. Like novelty. Right. And someone yeah. invited me to go on a trip. I'm supposed to be mm -hmm. like all of these things are literally starting to happen. And so I know that this is just primarily for the next 30 days while the sun is sitting here. Okay. Mm, so I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to be a little bit more cranky. <laughs> I'm going to be Don't eating and walking at the same yeah. time. But I'm going to just go ahead and rock out with it. Okay. But then I also know that I have to have some boundaries as well. Sure. To kind of maintain. So that's what I'm saying. When you know where the sun is transitioning through your chart, it'll help you kind of prepare even like what are some things that I should maybe be putting out or promoting or yeah. doing what, what makes most sense for me to give my attention to. Got it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're speaking about the sun, but this is all of the planets mm -hmm. when you know where they're transitioning through your personal life. So that's one of the things I can't stress enough. Learn the meaning of the houses mm -hmm. and understand the layout, Let your personal blueprint. <laughs> I mean, because I, I think like there is there, I think 
naturally when you hear these kinds of things, you're like, wow, like mm. what, what, you know? And then I think even what you were saying before about how like, this is not new to us. Like this has always been a part of our, our, our lineage is our mm. part of our ancestry. And I think um, definitely, you know, commodifying it and turning it into a business and like, then also feeling like, you can only get certain information from people who look a certain kind of way. And is it like a little voodoo-y when it's from black people, you know, like all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff kind of stigmatizes why people would be interested in learning a lot of this, but all of this seems sound like it makes complete sense. So. And and I'm curious, like, especially uh, I'm happy you brought up the, the point that you have these workshops from time to time where you're kind of introducing people to what astrology is and, and how it can maybe have applications in their life. How do you introduce it to them? Like, what what exactly is astrology? Is it a religion? Is it a, like, how do you even categorize it? How do you explain it to people? Astrology just is. Okay, okay. <laughs> you don't have to believe in it. That doesn't mean it's not working. Okay. Oh, right? oh okay, for sure. It's for So I kind of look at it as a natural phenomenon. Okay. You know, that's the best way I can do it. The same way, like, literally... The stars are in the sky. Mm-hmm. People didn't always used to know what the stars were. They didn't right. know it was pockets of gas and this and that. So they would make yep. up these things yep. and that was fine. But they're there. They're not going away. And that's literally the same thing with astrology. And like I said, it's all connected um, to different natural phenomena, the changes and natural cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's literally just a tool. You can use a tool or you cannot use a tool, right? right? If you ha- need to hammer something together or put something together you could use a hammer if you don't want to use a hammer you find something else that may be more difficult to use you might can use your hand you could use your head you could use a brick but it <laughs> makes more sense if you use a hammer it mm. makes it easier that's kind of the relationship with astrology got it it doesn't go away just because you don't tap into it but it's still there it's there and if you tap oh. into it it could be very useful to you mm-hmm. okay wow okay and and we I found some interesting numbers that were um when it came to astrology. Um so according to a two thousand nine Harris poll, twenty six percent of Americans believe in astrology, which is actually more than people believe in witches, which I thought was interesting, which is twenty three percent, but less than UFOs, which is thirty two percent, less than creationism, which is forty percent, and ghosts, which is forty two percent. So but I was so surprised to hear that it was like not too far below all of those well, at the at the twenty six percent, and then also it said that women on average tend to believe more in astrology than men. What what do you have any thoughts as to why maybe that may be? Um, I'm just curious. Like I if feel you, that what have you seen in your practice? I just feel like in general, um, women are more drawn to these things because mm. we're the intuitive, mm-hmm. the intuitive okay. ones. And that's facts. And <laughs> women, women are definitely just, more, yeah. Just like in general, and obviously yeah. I'm not saying men aren't intuitive because no. yeah, there yeah. are lots of intuitive men, mm-hmm. but when you're already kind of tied in and connected where masculine energy um, is more logical and mm-hmm. based on numbers mm-hmm. and facts, yeah, yeah. Um, women we just have this understanding or feminine energy just has this understanding and this connection yeah to nature and to these things and yeah. so it just becomes much easier for us to get it <laughs> okay yeah and i came across a, a really good quote that kind of summed up what you were saying and this was from um a counselor out in jersey her name is kathleen 
And they asked her the same question I just asked you. Like, why does she think that women are more in tune with that? And she says, women are just more receptive, more intuitive, just like you just said, and more plugged in, whereas men tend to be logical and sequential. Mm -hmm. In my work, I find that women are much more inclined to speculate about hypothetical situations. So, like, they're just, their their mind is maybe, it's your minds are more primed yeah. or open to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's true. I think, I guess, on the whole, like, speaking generally, men maybe more, are more of the analytical, I need numbers, facts, yeah. data. Yeah. Okay. And then also, it was saying that 90% of adults know their zodiac sign, their sun sign, I should say. And I, that, I, I don't think I've ever come across someone who didn't know. Yeah, even people who, who love to tell us that they don't care, but everybody's aware yeah. of what, yeah. Everyone what knows. Their, their zodiac sign And is. I think that goes to show like how like widespread astrology is. Even if people don't necessarily believe in it, you still know what your sign is. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? So that kind of shows how ingrained and, it yeah. is. And, and I think that speaks to what you were speaking about earlier, saying that, this is something that's always been a part of our story. It's always been a part of our narrative, even going back thousands of years when um, our ancestors were looking to the stars for signs and for answers. It's it's built in, whether we're, you know whether we want to acknowledge it or not. Mm-hmm. It's like it's something that's ingrained in in us. Um, I'm curious in 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 your practice. Have you do you think that do black people buy into it any more or less than other parts of the of the population or what's been your experience with that? Um, what's our relationship with the, with the Zodiac or with astrology? I think black people um, in general tend to be very dismissive of things that do not, or I should say his, historically dismissive of things that are like out of the spectrum of religion in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that is because of colonialism, mm-hmm. which beat it, raped it, snatched it out of us. Oof. It's like, you yeah. will not believe in this. You will yeah. not speak of it. Mm-hmm. It is like, and if you do, it's, you know, wrong before God. And, you know, we already were in a place of being so low and having nothing. Can you imagine nothing being taken? What, yeah. Like, how much lower can you go? So you bet not, you know, do anything against God. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't even imagine what would be worse than that, you know? And so that has just been passed down generationally. And kind of like what you were speaking about, like, our families do these things, but we don't speak about it. Because that's what they had to do. We won't Mm -hmm. call it what it is, but we'll just show you what to do. And we'll call it nothing. That's Mm -hmm. so crazy. Right? (laughs) I didn't, like, you don't even make that connection, connection, though. But that's so true. Right. And so I think that is kind of the stigma of fear, kind of like what you were saying, you don't do that. You have to go to pray or you have to go talk to someone else because it's the devil. Mm -hmm. And so what occurred to me one day, and I was just thinking about some things, it was like, you're always taught to pray. You always go pray. When you have a problem, you go pray to God. You go ask God. If God responds to you, you crazy and you need to go right. to a mental assumption. Right. right. How right. you know that's God right. talking to you? It's yeah. probably the devil. Yeah. Literally, yeah. just that fast. So it's yeah. like, well, I'm confused now. And, right. and that's the thing. So, and because of that, we are, therefore, we tune out spiritual messages and connections okay. to God. We tune out the signs. 
Because I guess we have to feel like reverend, a pastor, a deacon has to be the one telling us. Mm. God can't come down or my ancestors Mm. can't come down because that's the devil. So all of this is, I feel like, conditioning because if you go back to our original um, religions of Africa, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Ifa, it's kind Mm -hmm. of growing. Uh, Ifa is like total nature based. Okay. Right. And just if you in similar to like the Native Americans, total nature based. Mm-hmm. And that's why like a lot of our American um, culture as black people, African-Americans, is kind of a combination mm-hmm. of so many different things is because we wanted to hold on to what we could. We had to mask it. Then we realized that the Native Americans were doing things similar to us so that they kind of helped us transition it's not the same herbs right? and it's a different season. And so they kind of taught us how to use this land and navigate it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we had to mask it and like white Jesus. So right. we don't get beat and killed. Right. So it became a combination of it, but we come from the nature. We've always worked with nature and natural energies and natural spirits. Always. That's mm-hmm. who we are. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's so much easier for us to connect with it when we want to. Cause that's Cause where we come it's, from. It's already there. It's that's already, where we come from. Yeah. That's literally our that's blood. Yeah, and and that's why I was surprised when I when one this was another interesting number that I came across is that actually black folk or you know and this was a, a survey that was done in, in the U S. So it said forty seven percent of African Americans believe in astrology. That is compared to twenty nine percent of their white counterparts or thirty three percent of Latinos. Hmm. And this is from a poll in two thousand three, but I imagine. I imagine that probably hasn't moved or changed a whole lot. So we actually believe or buy into it even more than other parts of the um, of the population. But maybe we're not always. I think from what I from what I understand when I was looking it up, we're just not always as represented mm. in the space. So like when you're going maybe to look for an astrologer or someone in in that in that space, there's not a lot of people that maybe look like you when you're when you're going to find that and. This was actually coming from a gentleman called Samuel Reynolds, who's actually like a really well-renowned African-American astrologer. And it's funny because when I was on your site, I saw that you were trained by him. Yes. Tell, tell us about Sam him. Who is, who is my he? my friend and my mentor. Okay. Um, I love me some Sam Reynolds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's all of those things. Uh, right now, a lot of his practice is around teaching and then like hosting conferences okay so he's on like a larger platform so he Mm. has like you know his voice is high and wide as far as in the astrology world definitely a veteran at this point in this and yes he is a black man obviously but he's just not secluded to black astrology like astrology in general sam is the man okay okay yeah okay yeah because yeah i feel like that's even something you see even Small, even less is like men in mm-hmm. this in this space as well. Like I, I feel like all the times I've heard of astrologers or looked in columns, like mm-hmm. you were mentioning earlier, it's almost always women, particularly white, white women, women at yeah. that, or or maybe black women as well. But it's very rare that you, at least from my from what I don't, I've seen, I don't think I'm doing enough. Man. Like I'm not. This is not something that I'm. I've done enough research in or okay. seeked enough uh, information from because I was really excited even when you were telling us that Carmen was going to be joining us. And I was like, I knew 
that she was going to be a black woman. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I was a little like, well, who are we going to get yeah, to talk to, to us talk about, about this? this yeah. You know, like I know that that is, of course, a focus for us particularly. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't even know where to begin. And if I was going to do something like this, it would have to be with somebody that at least looked like me and understood, you know, history. Yeah, let me... <laughs> um, so... I think astrology in general is growing. I think astrology is also changing. Mm. Um, kind of and, the changing and, of the guards. Like it's just okay. becoming more contemporary mm-hmm. um, in general. And so kind of with this changing of the guards and new people kind of coming into it, like I honestly feel, I'm not going to say I'm a veteran by any means, but when people are looking for people who are experienced in it and that are under 50 <laughs> years old and you know nothing wrong with being over 50 there's not a lot of people who have been doing it for more than two or three years uh, okay who are also s- somewhat young mm-hmm. um so it's just kind of a changing of a guard but you are starting to see more and more people um so what i wanted to look at because there is and this is uh the instagram it's called 2020 starshine okay. and what's that um so this is kind of like a community mostly well all black people okay Mm. but it's all black astrologers so if you wanted to find a black astrologer and it's not just new york um they have a list i think i'm i'm even in here (laughs) but and again it's not hundreds and thousands of black people clearly sam sam's here too okay um but this would be a good place to start just to see if there's someone and there's men as well okay i just saw four of them just scrolling okay 2020 starshine so if you wanted to, you know, just connect with more black astrologers, mm-hmm. this would be a good starting place. Nice. A good place. Okay, yeah. And 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 Sam actually wrote um he wrote a good he on I I jumped on his website, I think it's called like Unlocked Astrology mm-hmm. or something on those lines. And he had a really good uh blog post. It was called An Open Appeal to African Americans about astrology. And he spoke about many of the reasons like you were alluding to earlier that you were speaking about about why maybe black folk are not as into or maybe why we don't um hold as much space for it as as other people and he spoke about religion being a big part of it where he said uh both islam and christianity uh and those and that's a a big chunk of yeah yeah, of of, for for black folk frown on astrology and both are big with black americans um he also says that many um black folk don't think about becoming astrologers because it's not seen as a financially lucrative field so in that part he was talking about maybe why people aren't seeing see it as something that they might want to pursue as a as a calling or as like a profession. Um and then this one I thought was interesting. People in the in the black community can't uh don't always uh justify the cost of, you know, seeking counsel from an astrologer if they're not financially solvent enough to pay hundreds of dollars for a session. Hmm. So what what is 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 that a part of astrology as well as well? Like is is there a certain thing where we can talk about is it something that's accessible for for everybody like it is, is does economics play into it as well yeah i would honestly say not just astrology but for wellness in general mm-hmm. um if your insurance doesn't take it most people are a little adverse to it mm-hmm. that goes to a deeper uh and i guess internal thing mm-hmm. with self-care mm-hmm. um and again astrology isn't necessarily people don't feel like it's credible 
So I don't know what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I go to the doctor or go see a therapist, that's guaranteed to work, which it isn't. But anyway, that's <laughs> yeah, the belief that's system. The way yeah. people view it. So yeah. it is about, um, and like I refer to it as an exchange. So when people hit me up and they're like, you know, what does this cost? I'm like, well, the exchange is because I like to kind of put the language there that you're giving and receiving. This mm-hmm. isn't just about like going to the store and buying a pair of shoes. Right. Right. This is like something that you're going to take in that's actually useful and you can apply to your life. So we're exchanging here. Um, but I do think that is one of the barriers. It, the cost. Yeah. So so money might be a part of it as well. And and you talked about how um, it might not be as normalized as, you know, going to your doctor, going to a therapist, that kind of thing. So I'm going to throw something at you because oh I'm sure uh, there's probably a good chunk of our listeners and some of my friends as well. Who, like when I talk about... Like my friend Michael is, for example, anytime I'm talking about Zodiac, he's just tuned out. He's like, yep. this is just, <laughs> like, this is just fairy tales right. and nonsense. Like, why are you even bringing this up? So, and this was something I found where it, where they've done a number of studies and they say there's very little scientific proof that astrology is an accurate predictor of personality traits, future destinies, love lives, or anything else that mass market astrologers claim to know. I disagree, but that's just me. But I'm curious, like, what what do you think or what do you feel when you hear stuff like that? When you or when people come up against you with that, like, oh, this is just like junk science, pseudoscience, like it's the same. So they can't monetize it yet. They haven't figured it out, so they don't want you investing mm-hmm. in it. The same thing with herbal medicine and herbal remedies. There's okay. always that disclaimer: we have no proof of anything. That's true. Right. That's a good so point. if they can't control it, mm-hmm. they're going to discredit it. Wow. Okay. That's an absolute and total lie because that's why if you go read anything that sounds like Capricorn, you're going to be able to pick out <laughs> yeah, some that's of the what, things. The, the, and then exactly. if I give you something that sounds like, I don't know, if I give you something on Sagittarius, it may re- kind of relate to you, but you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we just know that intelligence, that that's just a lie. Yeah. Again, people have been doing this and using this for so long. Mm-hmm. And here's the the gag: <laughs> uh, Hippocrates, mm-hmm. the father of medicine, mm-hmm. of modern medicine, ast- astrology based. Okay, mm-hmm. that was a big okay. I didn't it, know that. It's based on astrology. You had to be, and you know, this is like this this age that they were in. You had to know about astrology if you mm-hmm. wanted to practice medicine. Okay, there's literally something called medical astrology, and even I medical see. astrology. Okay. Each zodiac sign has a body part mm. that it's connected with. Okay. The four elements mm-hmm. are integrated into astrology, but it's also another word for element is temperaments. Mm-hmm. And your temperament is your constitution of your yeah. body. Okay. And based on the layout of like the makeup of the predominant um, element in your chart, we know your constitution. So I can immediately know some things that will cause you to be out of balance. Health wise. You're oh, okay. super duper earth, triple Capricorn. Yeah. So you probably get stagnant and blocked up all the time. Girl. Because you, you need, <laughs> right? And I don't even have to know her. That response though. Because she has, she, she's so dominant in earth. Okay. She might need some water or some I'll air to keep it yeah, flowing. Keep and that can okay. relate. <laughs> all right. But that can relate to her physical body. It can yeah. relate to her mind. Yeah, it can yeah, relate yeah. to her how she views things. She needs things to like blow through yeah. or flow through yeah. her. Just knowing she's a triple cap, I know all of that immediately. That's Just insane. from hearing so that. So yeah. this is 
has always been a part of medicine, according to the father of medicine, the person who started medicine. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't know that. When you go talk to a, a, a medicine woman or a traditional healer, they know about these things. That's right. how they used mm-hmm. to know which plants and herbs and things to use. I have like an ankle that I hurt and then sprained again, whatever, whatever. And I was doing natural remedies on it for about five or six months before I even went to the doctor. Finally, mm-hmm. I wanted to get an x-ray. Mm-hmm. And so I told her about the natural things that I've been doing. And I was like, have you heard of comfrey? I've been putting comfrey on it. The woman did not bat an eye. She, okay. said, <laughs> yeah. she said, yeah. Oh, so she knew. And then when she told me nothing was wrong with it, I was surprised. She was like, why are you so surprised? You've been doing all of these things. You've been doing acupuncture. Mm. You've been putting, you've been using the comfrey compress. You've been doing like all of these things I'm telling her are doing that are totally natural. Right. She was like, so that's why it's not as bad because you've actually been doing healing work on it. Wow. But when she knew about comfrey. You're like, okay, I'm good. What else do I need? Right. But it's the fact that she didn't bat an eye. She mm. didn't say, oh, well, I can't condone that. That is not <laughs> right. clinically proven right. to do anything. Right. right. Well, you probably had a really good doctor because I'm sure there are other people who be like, that's what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, what are you because talking about? It, when I went in there and I led with this, they saw who I was. Mm. Oh, it's like okay. literally you could see she kind of her demeanor kind of changed. Okay. So she felt free to talk about it because I brought it up versus someone just going in here and they don't know anything. And then she starts talking about it and you mess up or you do something and then it becomes a liability. Right. Got but it. since I had already been doing yeah, it, already... she was like, yeah, okay, you can keep rocking out with it. Yeah. Yep. Keep she was like, going. I can give you a shot because it was a little swollen. But she said, I don't think I need to give you a shot because you're already doing these other things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So now she's saying like these, this shot for swelling isn't necessary. Right. Everybody, anybody else, she probably would have been like, okay, I'm going to yeah. give you a shot. Right. Yeah, put right. Your ankle right. Up. Yeah. So they, they, they know they know they know they know but like you said it's it's they can't find a way to monetize it they can't find a way to get their hands into it i go get it's an a- ounce of comfrey <laughs> two ounces of comfrey for under five dollars okay i don't know how much this shot would have cost probably a couple of a hundred dollars. oh yeah. for sure without insurance absolutely <laughs> yeah, right or oh, even with it exactly yeah so yeah, that's yeah. the difference interesting wow. yeah and, and and you you definitely put me onto game i didn't know hippocrates was also based in yeah i didn't know that okay so the the two have been very much meshed and intertwined from the very beginning is is what you're saying Mm -hmm. okay all right all right because yeah and and on and i i've always struggled with this myself about like how much of my belief in astrology is something that's tangible and real and how much of it is just like placebo effect like you were talking about like Mm. i'll read about other cap you know the the tendencies and qualities of Capricorns. And just like you said, I'm like, yeah, this does resonate with me. But does it resonate with me? Or do, or is that just because... You want it to. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. But, mm. but uh, at least in my experience, it's very much been the case that the the no matter what the relationship is, whether it's platonic or romantic, the people I've met from different signs, on the whole, you know, if we're, if we're generalizing, definitely seem to follow like different patterns. Mm-hmm. And the the one thing that's telling for me for that is this is like a little I don't want to call it a bar trick, but like I've I've this is work I've done this before where I can guess someone's sign. Mm-hmm. Like after just you know you get their vibe, you get their energy. Maybe you ask them a handful of questions, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of see where their mind is at, and. More often than not, I'm if if I'm not if I've not guessed the sign, I at least know 
which group they belong like the element. yeah whether yeah. they're a fire sign or an earth sign yeah. so that can't just be from nowhere right like no. that can't just be and even speaking to, to bring it to like the the romantic side of things um as a capricorn you know one of our really good matches is virgos i can i can almost always feel out a Virgo woman just from her energy or her presence. Really? Alone. Almost always. Yeah. I think I need to do more because re- I... Almost always. Because I'm very drawn to it. I'm very drawn and I can... It's it's a... Di- for, at least for me, it's a different energy than I'm getting when I come across women of other signs. Okay. Um, yeah. So that, and when I think about something, I'm like, that's not... That can't just be out of nowhere. I'm not... You know, there's something to me feeling these vibes or this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just speaks to in general. um, Why would you start trusting ourselves and not trusting people who are just looking to gain Mm -hmm. from us? You know, we don't necessarily need science. And what's becoming more interesting that I've noticed is the more that science or whoever's in charge or who sees things that, that can be viable for profit the more they are starting to see that spirituality and holistic wellness is profitable in ways to monetize it mm-hmm. and control it, then they'll release studies. Like I saw a study on sage saying mm-hmm. that sage does kind of literally disinfects the air. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I, I so came before, we well. don't know what sage is for. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just supposed to put it on your turkey. And, you know, <laughs> I we, did this year, though. <laughs> but, oh, I know you could cook with it. Yes. yes, I did not and know drink that. Drink it as a tea. Yep. Oh, yeah. okay. It's I a, just be burning it. I didn't know herb. I could be no. doing all of the stuff with it. Okay, yeah, but no, now it's in the turkey this year. Okay, that they've kind of are starting to learn ways to control it and harvest it, and it's becoming over harvested because they figured it out. Now mm. they're releasing studies. We don't need you to tell us nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, known. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so. Itch. But yeah, I mean, I think like I've. I've done the work to know about my sign. I don't think that I'm it's I'm not easily able to read other people or mm. or I don't I definitely don't know what the other signs mean. Okay. But it's something that maybe I should be doing. Well, I'm curious I'll ask you that and I think we've had this conversation off the mic before. Have you found in your romantic life that you tend to date men of the same sign or within the same like maybe two or three? I have a strong attraction to Leos. All right, there you go, and and uh, there you go. I mean, like yeah, like Gemini Leos. That's them your, two. I mean, they ain't good for you at <laughs> all. And I don't need a chart to tell to me tell that. You that. Yeah, but for whatever reason, it is something about Gemini's and Leos that like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that then, just draws you. what I would say when people see themselves dating people that a certain sign getting into your astrology chart and understanding some of your karmic lessons or what your path of growth is. So what your growth is. Can Um, I do this to myself? You can get an astrology reading. (laughs) I'll I'll help you with it. Please, we will talk after Because you don't sound like you're... You sound like you're not versed enough to do your own astrology reading. I don't think right. So I I can help you. But have you heard of that before? I think we talked about that. No, just about karmic relationships. Like I I think you and I have talked about. Oh, uh, uh, your flame. Yeah, like twin flame and all that. Have you? Have you? You all. You know a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why, like, when you said that, you just got on here a relationship show. You might have. No, he. I know a little bit about it. He does. No, no, no. Like literally, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like my, my. 
my relationship to astrology is very superficial. Okay, okay. N- not like a whole lot of energy is yeah, being, you know a bit, being yeah. invested. And not because I, I think that it's junk or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just like, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, jump Fine. into it. But yeah, no, it's, all it's of that stuff, stuff. I've, I've learned from you. Like yeah. all of the, the all of that terminology. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off though. You were mentioning the, the karmic relate, like what, what is that exactly yeah. for people who might not know? Um, so when we're, we come into the world, um, I believe in reincarnation. There's a strong element of reincarnation in astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know energy never dies and humans are energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our lessons get contained in our soul and our soul comes every time we're reborn with us. And sometimes there are lessons that things that happened in previous lives that we need to clear up mm-hmm. for the sake of evolution. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's always like, you know, everything that you do has a reaction. Every action has a reaction. So sometimes you just have a debt you need to pay because of choices you decided to make. In like a, in a previous life. In a previous life. So maybe life, something that's like unresolved. That unresolved. You never, okay. Um, sometimes you're here to do the work for your bloodline. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want to do that. But that's why they say you heal yourself, you heal your family. That's yeah. true. So I mean, even therapy. Yeah, generational and I mean, trauma and all girl. of that. So yeah. all of, so a lot of times there are karmic things that you need to do. Now, sometimes there are just things that you need to learn personally that may not necessarily, it could just all be this life. Sure. But where you need mastery and growth over certain aspects of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you also will attract people that kind of feed into a lesson or that you're meant to get something yeah. from. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that is the reason why. And sometimes, you know, maybe a Gemini or Leo is actually a really good match for you, but you may be choosing the wrong one right. based on some things you need to work through. <laughs> you said that real quick. I'm right? sorry. <clears throat> right. But, but you're, not, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not yeah. alone. Yeah. It's all of us. You know, it's kind of like the people that you attract is a reflection of you. So Absolutely. if you're attracting emotionally immature people, mm. you got some immaturity you need to work mm. out through mm. you. And as you evolve, the selection coming to you that's, is also going to evolve. That's true. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. No, that's so true. Twin flame relationship will, will fuck you up. I have one of those. You did. Just like, and it, 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 it feeds into what you're talking about now, where it's like sometimes you come across these people who are really just there to teach you a lesson. And and, and, and it goes both ways. Right. You're, mm-hmm. you're playing that role in their life, and they're playing that role in yours. At least in my experience, it was a, a lot, uh, at least from my understanding, Feel free to correct me. Um, where it it can sometimes feel really intensive that yeah. relationship. It's very you're very immersed in it because the two of you have those karmic ties. You the two of you have that whatever that may be for each of you that lesson or that thing that you need to learn. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when when that relationship plays out, it can be tumultuous. It can be very volatile. Um, and I've 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 had one that I know for sure was definitely. At least it felt like mm-hmm. that's what it was, mm-hmm. um, where things didn't work out. But in the wake of that, I I learned so much about myself, yeah. and 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 it, and that kind of steered me in a path that maybe I wouldn't have been otherwise. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I know. I know. I'm, and these are all things that can be quickly uncovered in an astrology reading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing. You know. All right. <laughs> well, well, we when definitely are you available? Yeah, like, we definitely legitimately. We definitely want to save some time for you to talk about that like maybe where where well, before we get to that point, what I wanted to ask you was and we've been talking about it along the way, but maybe if you can kind of summarize it, 
what would you want to leave with people about ways that they could make astrology a part of their day-to-day lives or or why maybe why should we do that or is there a need for that yeah it's totally a need for it i think that's one of the best ways to use it more so is to be able to like i say connect with yourself have a better understanding of yourself as well as the things that are happening around you mm-hmm. as well as opportunities that you can take advantage of meaning you can create certain things based on what's going on in the universe. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, it's totally a tool for personal development and growth and even healing. And then on the other hand, it's a way to connect with what's happening right now and having a bit more control over it, or even just understanding. Like there has been totally times when I'm thinking something is wrong with me, I'm cracking up, I need to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. I go look at the transits and I'm like, oh. This makes sense now. Right, and it should probably last for this amount of time and it does, and then I feel normal. So it's just really about feeling more empowered and mm. astrology can make you feel more empowered. That's a good way to put it. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think I agree. like proper mapping, like figuring out what what the what's ha- what the path is, can only be beneficial. Like knowledge is power, legitimately. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's what's interesting for me because I'm I'm very much rooted. I'm a big believer in science and in facts <laughs> and like and like things yes. that are quantifiable. But this is the one the one part of my life or the one instance where that's not the case, and and I'm okay with that because because mm-hmm. just like you were saying now, I think that the way I've always viewed astrology and 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 any not anything but some other stuff like in the healing and wellness spaces like it's all information and i can take in all that information and use it how i will whether maybe it is something that i'm going to use to make a decision or maybe it's going to guide me or maybe it's just something that's a reference yeah and at least i have in the back of my mind like you were saying maybe you know certain planets or certain stars are in transit and i know that this maybe is explaining this space or energy that i'm feeling but it's all information and what you decide to do with it after that is on you Absolutely. And it should go happen regardless what it sounds like. So you might as well (laughs) armor yourself with the knowledge. Right. Mm. Or you can you can change things sometimes. Oh, okay. You know, like if you see that some difficulties are coming up and you can decide you don't want to engage with certain things, you can try to avoid certain things and interactions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I know the one speaking of like Things in trend. The one I always hear about, and I surprisingly, I actually still don't know what it means. Ma- it's retrograde, the mercury, the mercury, yeah, yeah, yeah what that retro- mean? The mercury and retrograde. Because you hear, and I'm like, how many times has this happened? Yeah, that's why when you said like we did this like three times this month. What's up? How many times is this happening? So retrograde. What's so special about mercury? Like what? What? So retrograde. Retrograde means backward movement. Okay. Literally, that's what the word means. Okay. So when a planet is in retrograde or retrograding, it just means the planet is moving backwards. So no planet moves backwards, but from our view or our standpoint, based on the planet's Earth's orbit, okay. it appears to kind of like slow down and look like it's going backwards. Okay. Oh. So it's literally not going backwards, but it feels it like looks it does. That way. Okay. So when any planet goes retrograde, oh, so they all have the capability of doing that. Yes. Why do all only, the planets? They all only planets. be talking about yeah, Mercury. Yeah, they always talk about Mercury, though. Okay, yeah. so some planets, uh, we call them personal planets, okay. and they impact us more potent than okay. others, and Mercury is one of those. Okay. Got it. Mercury is like orbits really close to the sun, mm-hmm. right? And it's our expression, right? How we process things. So it's like 
our sun, like I said, is what yeah. we want to give to the world. Mercury is the vehicle that allows us to push it out. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we talk, we think, we yeah. do. So it becomes the way that we express. Mm-hmm. So when it goes retrograde or starts to move backwards, I usually explain it as like Mercury's drunk. <laughs> so imagine you got a drunk friend. What are they talking about? They slurring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? what is this information you get? You yeah. can't trust it. Yeah. You don't want them driving the car. Right. Nope. So you can't listen to what they're saying. You can't trust them to go into motion the right way. Yeah. You just can't trust it. And so when Mercury is retrograde or drunk, that's kind of how the world is. Like, mm-hmm. you just can't trust things. Okay. That okay. makes so much sense. Well, <laughs> because I literally, you, you, you're you right. Like, we do see it yeah, all of the time. The time. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, y'all are just, this is when people, like, you just feel it like people are like, just making shit up. It just uh-huh. happens like three times a year, usually. Mercury is one of the planets that has a regular retrograde. So okay. it's it's a part of its orbit. It's going to be retrograde three times a year. Got okay. it. Got it. And just buckle in, prepare yeah. yourself when it happens. And if we uh-huh. knew when it was happening... Then could we can prepare it, ourselves. Be and where it's happening in your charts, specifically. Well. Oh, you see now? Specifically. <laughs> you better get your reading, girl. I, I, let's wrap this up so I can you know, book sis so for, and, this. Because I, no, this is insane. And that's a good segue because I definitely want you to let us know and let our listeners know as well. Where where they can find you if you have any upcoming. I know you you mentioned that you're at Hill House as well now. If you have any upcoming workshops, like this, this is your time. You let us know. Yes. So my website is writteninthestars.com. That's all the information on me and my services. Um, In addition to intuitive readings, astrology and tarot, I also do wellness coaching. And a big part of my wellness coaching is like I blend cognitive behavioral therapy with spiritual for the emotional things, right? Um, So astrology is our first session is we get into your chart to kind of find these karmic lessons and woundings that we need to work through. Mm -hmm. So that right there, people are in therapy for like months. They come to me, they like, why Why didn't I just, why did I become this person? All this damn money. Right. Damn. I'm just about to go get me a therapist too. Fuck that shit. Right. Carve it. So so intuitive readings as well as uh, wellness coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do offer like trainings and workshops um, regularly throughout the year. So Monday, tomorrow, I'll be at Samsung in Tribeca. Right. That's right. Um, I saw that pop up. I'll be there um, it's free to go. You just have to go in RSVP, but we'll be talking about inclusive, inclusivity and wellness spaces. Oh, nice. And um, myself and Joshua Dwarfman will be doing a shamanic journey, which is a form of meditation with some oh. sound baths. So that's like a nice little snippet if anyone wants to come out tomorrow. Okay. And then on later this month. Oh, don't. You maybe can look yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, I have this ritual prepping for 2020 at Hill House. Actually, let me let me back up. Yeah, no worries. So on the 11th, December 11th, full moon ceremony at Minka, Brooklyn. I do those every month at Minka right around the full moon. Okay. Okay, and then on the 15th? I'm so bad with this. <laughs> Later this month at Hill House. <laughs> And we'll and we'll share up. Yeah, the data later this month we're yeah. doing a prepping for 2020 ritual. Okay. So it is going to be kind of like a, a detox for ourselves as we kind of prepare for these new energies to come mm-hmm. in. We'll be setting intentions for the new year, doing a little bit of ritual. Um, so that's this month. 
But every month you can find me at Minka and Hill House. And then also I hold space at both places, meaning book a session with me and I can meet you at either one of those spaces. Nice. nice. And I would, as someone who's been through one of your uh, astrology readings, I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. You, you I, know, I'm you, listening. Starting with you. I'm um, ready. And yeah, I, I you were you were kind enough to let me record it um, last year for, on my birthday, and I still from time to time will will jump back in there and 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 it was it was a reading for last year, so for twenty eighteen. But a lot of the information was still really relevant for me, and 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 hearing like some of the insights that you had, um, I thought was really was really helpful. So. Definitely recommend. Yeah, she has read me three Booker. times since I've yep. been sitting here. So yep. uh, yeah, no, we'll be meeting very shortly. Yeah, and we'll share out your your social, your website, and everything because yeah, we definitely want people to come check you out. And I would also definitely uh, shameless plug to Minka as well. That's one of my favorite um, wellness spaces in Brooklyn. Same with Hill House. I, I was fortunate to make my way there for the first time a couple weeks ago. So both of those. Um, yes, for yeah, we talk about inclusiveness. Yep. Yep. Um, both owned by people of color, yep. um, very versatile. Mm-hmm. The healers are also people of color for yeah. the most part. Yep. Um, so it's just a very nice welcome relief to go somewhere and see people that look like you that have similar experiences. And we were talking about, you know, why don't we see more of where you can go to these spaces and you see predominantly sure, yeah. that. So that's also comforting. It's nice. kind of like sometimes we feel alone and isolated when we do this. But you can go to either one of these places and you just see yourself represented and it doesn't feel so alone. You're like, oh, there are a lot of other people like me that yeah. are doing this. That yeah. Are in the same so, space. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so yeah, very much for no, joining us so today. Exciting. Yeah. It was it was a pleasure having you on Absolutely. with us today. And um yeah, we're looking forward to connecting some of our listeners and and I'm I'm hoping some of them come your way, starting with Nana. Yes, I will be there. <laughs> all right. I just need to see your calendar. Okay. Uh, but, it yeah, no, thank you happen. so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of Work Bay with Nana and Obi. Uh, def- I'm sure Obi will kind of give us a, a, a quiz or a poll question oh, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. about astrology this week. So definitely um, feel free to uh, answer those. Follow us on Instagram at workbaypod at gmail.com. Uh, definitely – I know that we mentioned this earlier. We're coming to the end of 2019, the end of a decade. Definitely show your love for the Work Bay Pod um, on on all of our social media platforms, but as well as feel free to leave us a comment or a review on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, tell a friend to tell a friend. This could be the perfect Christmas present. Yes, it uh, is December. <laughs> I did I did start the holiday yes. challenge last week. Yes. And all we're asking is if you have a, a favorite episode to share it with a friend and let them know why you shared it. Like, hey, you know Absolutely. what? I heard this episode made me think of you. I really think you would enjoy this. Boom, bang. Because that really goes a long way in helping other people, you know, learn about about what they word of mouth is still on the field. Mm-hmm. So. so until we see you later. All right. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>